it rhymed. And I'm like, rhyming in childbirth. Hmm, this is interesting. Yeah. This is Geekology, a show where we geek out about all things awesome. December 18th, 2014. His beak blinks like a blink can begin. Hello everyone and welcome to this episode of Geekology. I'm Holly Anderson and I'm joined by my geekologist for today, Darcy Bernard. Hello. And Eric Troop. Nobody wants the Charlie in the box! <laughs> <laughs> and we are going to be discussing the classic Christmas special, um, animated Christmas special, Rudolph. Yep. So, I will turn um, it over to my co-host, Darcy, to to give us some trivia, and he's going to be our synops- synopsizer for today. Synopsizer. Synopsizer. If that's not um, a word, by God, it should be. <laughs> it, it should, should be. be. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um... And for the benefit of people listening live, I should say that at some point the um, the UPS person may come to the door. So I may have to do some edit, like I may get please. a phone call. So we'll have yeah. To- so, but uh, people listening to the podcast, you shouldn't hear any of that. <laughs> you may not even hear this. So no. anyway, um, so um, this is the classic uh, stop motion animated special Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer from Rankin Bass, who did a lot of the. Um, Christmas specials from the 60s and 70s, and I think probably even into the 80s. Um, I know they did at least one in the 80s. Yeah, we'll probably I'm thinking get to that in yeah. the future part of the podcast. Yeah, and um, and this actually aired originally in 1964, so this is the 50th anniversary of this of this uh, special. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's been on every year. Um, and uh, a couple pieces of trivia. The first thing I find interesting is. When it aired the second year, they they added they they changed the ending because, or they added a new ending because uh, we'll talk something we'll talk about later. But also, they changed one of the songs. They changed um, "We Are a Couple of Misfits" to another song called "Fame and Fortune," and that's the song that we had for a while up until the '90s. And then they put "We're a Couple of Misfits" back. And apparently, the reason they did that is they thought, well. People just people aren't going to want to watch something they watched last year. I mean, why would you want to watch something more than once? So they had to give some. They thought we, if they're going to do it again, they're going to have to have some new material. So, um, <laughs> which is just so ridiculous now when you think about how it's been on for fifty years, and um, I'm sure it does really well, you know, sales wise every year, you know, ever since VHS and DVD and Blu-ray and whatnot. So yeah. it's just kind of funny to think that that you know people at one point had that that thought. Um, well, and they didn't want to redo any of the animation, so the mouth movements of the animation were still to We're a Couple of Misfits, even though the Fame and yeah. Fortune yeah. song was playing. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Um, another thing that's sort of weird is is the, the voices. The voices, all the voices were done um, in Canada by Canadian actors, and you, you see, they actually pop up in a lot of uh, Canadian cartoons from that era, and Growing up in Canada, we have a whole thing about, um, you know, they had to show so much Canadian content. So most of the old, just about anything that, you know, Rankin Bass produced back then, we, we got to see, you know, over and over again. And you saw these people a lot. Um, but Burl Ives was done later. His his stuff was done later on. Um, you can kind of tell. Yeah. Because and that's like, why, like, there's a part where he refers to, like, telling, telling um, Hermie and Yukon something. And we don't actually see that because his stuff was done later on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
and apparently he was the only one of the actors to actually get any sort of reoccurring royalties. So the, the everybody else got paid once; he got paid every year. I think yeah, wow. it actually still gets paid. So is he still alive? No, no. I think he died. Yeah. Um, all right. So let me th- oh, let me just make sure I have anything else here. Oh, um, the other thing. All the songs in this were done by a man named Johnny Marks, who actually wrote the original uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer song. And he you know, came back and did all, these, all the other songs. And he actually did several other Christmas songs as well. And a few of those we hear instrumental versions of during the show. That you I, heard, I heard I heard the bells on Christmas Day. Yep. That was the only one that I picked out. Like, Well, the other one, and I'll point out when it is, but the other really? one is... There's rocking around the Christmas tree. Oh no, I missed that completely. Yeah, there's a part where you can hear rocking around the Christmas tree. All right, so oh yeah, it's when the elves are. It's I know the I know the part now that you mentioned. I I never yeah, it's put this like it, it, like during the reindeer games and the part with the elves and everything you hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can hear. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I told you that. Yeah. All right, so so I guess we will start on with the. Uh, kind of going through the show, sort of synopsizing it, if you will, unless anyone else has any trivia they want to... I got nothing. Um, well, I mean, I can talk about some of the voice cast that has been in other things we we right, have heard. Right. If uh, And unfortunately, I don't have as much detailed information as I should because I kind of joined into this at the last minute. But uh, the actress who does Rudolph's voice, um, which is Billy... Come on, Darcy, help me out. Billy something Billy or other. Billy May something, but I don't Thank know her you. last name. Um, but she was one of the Care Bears in the 80s. Um, and the guy who does the voice of Herbie the Elf also did the voice of Peter Parker and Spider-Man in the 1960s uh, Spider-Man cartoon, which gave us the ever-present Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does yep. whatever a spider can. <laughs> so if you watch those cartoons and you hear a guy who sounds much too old to be peter parker or teenage spider-man uh you you will say wow that voice sounds kind of familiar and you will know why because he was herbie the elf one thing another thing now now this is this probably only people are going to know this well i don't know if this it's the theater outside of canada or not but the, the thing that i i really know the the actress who who did um rudolph is there were these they used to have these little educational things between uh, cartoons, and there were these things called called the toothbrush family, and they taught you all about like dental. Oh, <laughs> the toothbrush family! Did I, did I ever show you those, Holly? <laughs> yes. Well, she did just about every voice in that thing. So um, they're very. The premise is that like the, in this house, at the end of the night when everybody's asleep, all the toothbrushes and everything come to life and have adventures and whatnot, <laughs> and sing songs about brushing your teeth, dental hygiene. So. Um, <laughs> And we thought Pixar had an original idea. <laughs> <laughs> there's some of these available. There's some of these on YouTube. Um, they're worth looking up because yeah, you can tell. Yeah, kind of awesome. <laughs> that she, just about any child or female voice she does. So they're worth checking out because you can you can really tell. Um, and you can sing uh, us the song if you were so inclined. And I'm not going to do that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. No. <laughs> um, okay. All right, so let's start out here. Um, so obviously, we begin with the, with like scenes of the storm and like headlines talking about you know the, the Christmas could be canceled and all that stuff. Just which to- okay, so 
Here's where I had my first issue. <laughs> right, <laughs> started, out right out of the gate. So Santa Claus is all powerful and he knows everything and he has all this like magic sleigh and flying reindeer and magic TARDIS bag. But yet he can't like deal with like has that never had have they never had a big storm before? Is this the first big storm? Have they <laughs> not has a storm there, of this magnitude? Has not there ever the been a storm of storms? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Come on, weren't you paying attention? Has there ever been like a Christmas, a cancel Christmas, and just uh, did, did Sam the Snowman teach you nothing? <laughs> Apparently not, because I'm Christmas not buying did, it. There was a six-year gap in Christmas in eighteen, <clears throat> was it eighteen oh six or eighteen sixteen? Some eighteen with a six in it, and we learned about that in Arthur Christmas. But other than that, which if you haven't seen that movie, you really should because it's awesome. It is becoming that one. It has well, become a holiday classic in my Well, and the Flintstones house. like Santa got hurt and he had and then Fred had to be Santa Claus. So Santa's always well, not, having some let's issues. Let's not even discuss how the Flintstones can even have Christmas, but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> anyway, I didn't mean to get off on that tangent. All right. That, that is an interesting topic for another podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, we should have actually started doing these geeky because uh, I bet there's all kinds of Christmas-related episodes we could do. Yeah. Well. All right. But anyway, we move into the Christmas tree forest, and we first see um, uh, Sam the Snowman. Uh, I love Sam the Snowman. Yeah. Snowman before. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I I love him too. I love I love Sam the Snowman. And this is where you hear. Um, that heard I heard the bells, the bells on, on Christmas, Christmas Day. Day. Yeah. When Sam is first talking. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. I almost always missed that part, so that's probably why I've never noticed it before. But I'll be definitely watching it for it now. Yeah, it's 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 really interesting when you when you know that, and it's like, oh yeah, that's that, that's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. All right. So then we he t- tells us a little bit about um about the Christmas town and the Christmas tree forest and everything like that, and then he tells us to go to like he tells us where Santa Claus is, and it's the first castle on the left. The only, castle, the only on the castle on the left. <laughs> and so we see Santa Claus and his wife, who call each other Mama and Papa, which I guess people did back then. Um, but I, um, that was the first time I'd ever heard that, and I had to ask my mom about that, because I thought that was a little creepy and weird as a kid. Yeah, yeah. And Mrs. Claus wants Santa to eat. And that, that's kind of her thing yeah. throughout the whole... Oh, yeah. Eat. <laughs> and he wants nothing of it. He just it's almost Christmas. Leave me alone. No one wants a skinny Santa. Yeah. Now, now I watching this thing as an adult, and I, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll use, I will use, I, I won't use non-work-safe uh, language here, but I will say that it, when you watch it as an adult, you realize the whole thing. Santa Claus is kind of a jerk. <laughs> the whole thing in this thing. He kind of is. Why? As, as we go on, but the first first thing is I was basically telling him his wife to leave him alone, basically. <laughs> and and I said like the e papa eat that's that's kind of Mrs. Claus in a nutshell that's kind of her thing and <clears throat> so then we go back to Sam and he's telling us like how it's great that Christmas is doing well this year you know not like the the year of the big storm and it's like uh you know he's like I don't know what we would have done without Rudolph to listen like, would it be that you're not familiar with Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer and that that's what leads him into the he starts, he starts singing the song, but he doesn't sing the whole song. He just does the beginning part, and then we go into the opening credits. Yeah. And we kind of hear snippets from all the different pieces of music that we're going to hear throughout the... It's, it's an overture. It's an over- yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what I was, I was just thinking of. It. <laughs> um, so yeah, we get kind of the overture 
of things. And then, so then we then we're back. Uh, presumably, that's where a commercial was. And uh, so we're back, and we go back a few years before the storm to the springtime, and we kind of jump a lot, jump around a lot, like jump forward in, in big jumps a lot in the early parts of this. But so it's in the springtime, and Donner and apparently Mrs. Donner uh, <laughs> have a have a child, and uh, and the, the Donner's just like we'll call him Rudolph, and she's like okay, all right, that, that, that was really the discussion involved in his naming. And then, of course, the, the nose starts. And this is something I've always wondered, and I'm curious if everybody else thought. Does, does everybody else hear that sound, or is that just a sound effect? The, the whistle? You know what I mean? Like, when his nose lights up? I think it's just a sound effect, because nobody ever mentions it. Yeah. Yeah. Like when, they're, when they're out in, in parts that we'll mention later, and, and uh, they're telling them, douse, douse your nose. Nobody says yeah. it, because it's making noise, and they're going to hear us. They always <laughs> yeah. worry about them seeing the nose. Well, the only thing that makes me wonder about because later on Santa Claus is like, "Will you tone it down, Rudolph?" Like when the but he could have been talking about the light. Like I thought he, was, I always thought he was talking about the light and just using yeah. the expression. But you never know. We're probably we're probably um, digging way more into this than the, <laughs> the creators yeah. intended. And and Donner- but of course we get when he sees the light, we get the moral line. His beak blinks like a blinking beacon. But before that, before that, which is an awesome line, by the way, before yeah. that he goes, shiny, I'd even say glows. And I'm like... Shiny? <laughs> I'd even say it glows. <laughs> that little it, Jimmy Stewart there. It rhymed. Yeah. It rhymed. And I'm like, rhyming in childbirth. Hmm, this is interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but right. there's lots of that. We'll see later on. I pointed it out. It's an epidemic. There's lots of it. Yeah, the rhyming? And, like, we can't, like, his nose is different, and everybody freaks out because different is bad. Oh, yeah, different is totally Different is bad, which is the theme of this particular, of the evening. (laughs) The theme of this particular show. So Santa enters, and and he sees the nose, and he's like, great bouncing iceberg. Like, again, he's like, and... And and Donner's like, oh, I'm sure, I'm sure we'll grow out of it. And Santa's like, well, I should hope so. If he's yeah, that's, so, what, that's when I wrote the thing about it being different. That's where I was like, the first kind of thing about Santa Claus, like, well, you obviously, if it's <laughs> that's completely unacceptable. And then he goes into the song. The I don't know if it's called um, I am I am old Chris Kringle or whatever, but he has his song. And the thing I wondered about was like, does he do this with every new arrival at the North Pole? <laughs> sure. It goes through this whole... And Rudolph, like, oh, can, here he is again. <laughs> Rudolph can talk, like, practically out of the womb. Like, he's... Yeah, well... Yeah. Well, maybe that's a reindeer thing. I mean, these are the first reindeer we've met, so maybe that's just a thing. Maybe I guess if they can fly, they can talk right out of their womb. I guess if I can buy into a world where the reindeers can fly, that we can also buy into a yeah, world Yeah, I mean, we don't even go into the fact that they fly. That's yeah, that's a good point. Covered. That's true. That's covered in a that's covered in a different special where Rudolph <laughs> isn't even mentioned. But anyway, all right. So so obviously Donner wants to hide to hide Rudolph's nose. So he first covers it with mud. That's his first attempt. But that doesn't really work. But anyway, we kind of zoom ahead, and um, we show like over the course of a year, Donner starts to teach Rudolph about about uh, various things and all the reindeer stuff that you need to know, and then teaches him the most important thing is to avoid. The abominable snow monster of the north, because hmm. he's mean, he's nasty, and he hates everything to do with Christmas. <laughs> um, so he hates everything to do with Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I will. Uh, um. So anyway, um, 
So we're moving ahead again. Well, I guess that's in the course of the year, and then we're at Christmas Eve, and we're now we're now at the elves, and we're meeting. We meet Hermie, who is not happy when his in his job at all, and he's mocked mercilessly mercilessly for not liking to make toys. Um, yeah, his boss is a bully. Pardon? His boss is such a bully. <laughs> Hermie doesn't like to make toys. <laughs> it's like no wonder these one of the no these people leave the north. Yeah, they all run away. No wonder I would too. <laughs> and the parents instill such such confidence in the you know in the children. And... <clears throat> okay, so and so Sam- eventually he Hermie does quit. He says and he sings the first version of like I'm not just a, I'm why am I such a misfit. And so then, then we then we go back to to um, Rudolph. It, it, it kind of jumps around here, so it's back to back to uh, Rudolph and 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 Donner has a new no, nose thing for him, and they're not very comfortable. Um, <laughs> I can't do the the plug nose voice, but um, so now it's April again. We just we, uh, apparently it was Christmas Eve, and then and that's how I said time jumps around a lot in this thing. Um Okay, so we're at, now we now we have the first we have the reindeer games and we go back and forth between the reindeer games and the elf practice. Ah, uh, yes. And at the reindeer games that's where we where we hear um rocking around the Christmas tree in the background. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. I can't believe I never caught that. And, okay, so uh. then but then while while the reindeer games are starting off, we we cut to the to the elves and they're doing the elf practice. And Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus are Watching the elf practice, and Santa Claus does not want to be there. At He's all. like, just get it over with. I got like, I gotta go look at the new gear. Let's just get this over with. He actually does say, "Let's get this over." With. So, his enthusiasm is catching. Job being an elf. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, they make him look good. But anyway, so so they go through the whole song. They go through "We Are Santa's Elves" and everything like that. And then Santa's response is, eh, "Needs work. I gotta go." <laughs> like, what? Like, he doesn't give like, them anything. Like positive good job, or, yeah. maybe. Like start out with positive and just. <laughs> he's just like he has no interest in it. Jolly old elf, my foot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the guy that like the the boss is like one and two and and then it's like do do do. Like he has no rhythm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, he's I not think supposed to be like a Lawrence Welk kind of thing. The the one and the two. Oh yeah. yeah oh yeah, yeah. I suppose. Um, he reminds me of Mr. Spacely from the Jetsons. It's not the same. It's it's not Mel Blanc doing the voice, but but. God, yeah, but very like the way. Yeah, his his attitude and his tone just very very spacely ish. Yeah, because because then like when they like well it's not our fault the the Hermes you know <laughs> so like why weren't you at elf practice and and then finally he's just like all right I'm gonna leave I've, I've dealt with this too much so Hermie leaves so now we're back to the reindeer games and uh reindeer, uh rudolph meets that what's his name fireball fireball i'm oh yeah i forgot about fireball <laughs> yeah <laughs> who seems like a good friend and then just like immediately just just gets rid of him as soon as he's different in any way yeah um, <clears throat> that's 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 the theme you cannot be different <laughs> different is i'm bad. not just your coach i want to be your pal right 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 yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah we have a comet um um so but then at the same time he noted like there's a, a doe that likes Rudolph and he's looking at him and everything or she's looking at him and he goes over and they're talking and and uh 
And then, and then, so while everybody else is doing their their takeoff thing, all the other all the other things, he's going over to talk to Clarice, and then eventually, call, um, Comet calls him back, and that's when he's like, "She said I'm cute." <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 so then... and then tragedy strikes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> jostling and then, like, and then his nose comes off, and, and everybody and, freaks. Like he has Ouch. the plague or something. That's what <laughs> I wrote. Like it's like he has the plague. Like they're like, get away from me, get away from me. <laughs> like <clears throat> I don't understand the magnitude of the freakage that happens. <laughs> the freakitude. <laughs> the freakitude that happens. I do not understand. Well, like, I mean, if you think epic. about it, though, I mean, what, how would we all react? I mean, maybe we, being science fiction geeks, wouldn't have as much of a problem. But if somebody was talking. And an arm sprung out of their forehead or something, you know, weird like that. You know, what, 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 what the hell? What, what, what? You know, I suppose. So, I mean, that's kind of, I mean, it's not like there are. It's not I like suppose, just, but I think the adults in, in the crowd should have been more, more understanding. Yeah, because Comet was like. Especially oh, Santa Claus. I mean, Santa, Santa Claus. Claus. Like, he's like, Donner, you should be ashamed of yourself. It was like, you shouldn't even have had him out here. <laughs> <laughs> but then Comet was like, alright gang, the re- we're not going to let Rudolph play any more reindeer games. <laughs> like, wow. And then <laughs> he runs <laughs> Yeah. And then he runs away and Clarice is there, chases after him and <clears throat> and she's like, you know, it's not different isn't so bad. I'm like, finally somebody with the voice of sanity in this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like seriously. <laughs> yeah, you know, you just got to have the w- the men just are too irrational. You got to have the women to come in and <laughs> And so, make things, make things so better. yeah, because she likes him better with without the, the the fake nose, and you know she likes his his red nose and everything, and she starts to sing that there's always tomorrow, and this is the thing I see. I always assumed because to me that the person singing always sounded different than the person doing the voice. Yeah, but it, it's currently according to the Wikipedia, it's not. So yeah, well, because I was singing that too, and then when I was I was listening to it with headphones, I'm like, no, they don't sound that different after all. Maybe it's the same. I think it yeah. sounds different because they're. It's a different recording. Like they yeah. do the vo- voice, and then they have a it's separate all, session. Yeah, it's all the, echoey. The yeah, you can music. definitely tell that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could even tell that when, um, um, like when when Sam the Snowman was talking, and then and then it would cut to a song that he was singing. Like he sounded different because yeah. presumably yeah. the recording yeah. session and stuff. All right, so then he's doing. Um, she's doing. There's always tomorrow, and I have memories of this when I was little. It seemed like this song went on for at least twenty minutes. It's, it's, <laughs> Yeah, it kind of it's did. only like a minute and a half, but it just for whatever. <laughs> I remember when we first, the first year we got a VCR and we recorded all the Christmas specials. I used to fast forward through. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, it just and I, I don't know why, but now I mean it's not that very long. But I guess to my six or seven year old mind, it, it seemed like an incredibly long song. That's funny. But, along, along along that line, when I first got a recording of Rudolph, it was via a cassette recorder stuck next to the speaker of my TV radio and I it had the fame and fortune song and that's the only version I knew and then when I got the first my first uh, I don't remember if it was video or DVD it doesn't matter but anyway I got a first commercially available copy and they had the misfit song and I was like oh my god this is totally different this is yeah awesome. I know it was weird because yeah because I think according to the Wikipedia the version with with fame and fortune ran into like the mid 90s so um, then they went back and put put where a couple of misfits back in, <clears throat> but anyway, anyway, like uh, she like they like each other, and and of course Clarice's father just shuts that right down. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> another guy, another, another guy, man. exactly. 
no doe of mine is going to be seen with a, a red-nosed reindeer. <laughs> so, oh, so, so, right, so again, there's, like, he's got, then he kind of wanders off all the well, It was the 60s and the civil rights movement was starting to, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess they oh, this thing! I, I I have a lot of affection for this thing, but you can there there was this thing was made fifty years ago. There's there's definitely some signs of that. <laughs> but yeah. uh, anyway, so after that, uh, you know, Rudolph is all dejected and stuff, and he meets Hermie, and they kind of. I love the two of them together. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yay, go Hermie and Rudolph, because they're basically like their song. We're not like it's like you know we're not the ones with the problem. It's yeah. everybody yep. else. Yeah. Which is kind of true in this case, like totally, yeah. So, yeah, I like that song. I like that that part. And then, and then we see, and then after after they finish singing the song, we we see like, oh, they're 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 wandering off. You know, they're they're going to go off strike out on their own. <clears throat> and then the bumble comes, the abominable. I always want to call him the bumble because it's what Yukon Cornelius calls him. Who we'll see in a little bit. But yep. Sam Sam hides behind his umbrella, which yeah. I always wonder what that's going to do. Like, what 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 does he hope that umbrella is going? to because like, oh, I can't watch. But then it comes. So then it goes to commercial, <laughs> and then it comes out, and then Sam's like, "Well, somehow they managed to to avoid the like. Oh, we're not going to see that. We just okay. We'll just take it as read that they got away. Well, we had a budget, you know. Yeah, yeah. That was probably they were probably near the. It's like, oh, we're almost out of money. We better just we'll just have Sam say that they made it. So, <laughs> and then they then after that they they. Uh, after they get away from the abominable, they meet up with Yukon Cornelius, who's my favorite character. I love him. Say, my, quite possibly my favorite character in the whole. Like yeah, it's interesting. So. I never were, like I said, it's been a while since I've actually sat down and watched it. Watched it. And I'm like, this guy's awesome. I love Yukon Cornelius. <laughs> you could, they could have done had they chose to. They could have done a whole spinoff series on the adventures of Yukon Cornelius. Oh, totally. I would watch yeah. And his and his d- dogs. His um and his dogs. Then you have a bunch of dogs with him. Yeah. 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 Yep. Mush. 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 <laughs> and like this that he like gets out and pulls and the dogs jump into his yeah, and the dogs, like the dogs have the right idea clearly <laughs> <laughs> and and he keeps and, one of the things he keeps doing and and it, it, we'll actually um talk about this when we get to the end um because there's a there's a thing that doesn't really make any sense now like with the the changes they've made in the episode but through through a lot of it we see him like throw his pickaxe and he will like grab his pickaxe and like lick it and be like nothing, and we don't know why he's doing that. Yeah, and and it'll it'll make sense later on. Oh, um. So so he's but talking he, about that he wants. What? Oh, I thought it was because he was prospecting. Well, and it he is was doing but, the but, thing where he's silver gold and he throws it out and no, yeah, but he, he's licking it. But but there, it actually makes more sense. There's a, there's a, there's an ending. There's the original ending that they that they had to change. Uh, there, there's sort of a payoff to that. Um, okay. They should have left that on the damn commercially available version. I know. Yeah. So he makes he like he has this list of stuff he's gonna go get. It's cornmeal, gunpowder, ham hocks, and guitar strings. And guitar strings. I wrote that. Like I don't. I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Those are all his essentials. Yeah, that's what he needs. That's what he needs apparently. <laughs> but so he invites he invites uh, Rudolph and Hermie to come along with him. And and see that again. He's just completely like. He doesn't care that they're misfits. He's like, yeah. all right, fine. Yeah, yeah. You know, I might as well have people to to hang out with. But then he's talking about that he wants silver and gold, and that's that's when when uh, we cut to Sam and he sings the, the silver and gold song. Which I don't know whether I need to. I haven't watched my DVD in a while, and I haven't got a Blu-ray of this yet because the cheap side of me says, "Why? It's 
you know, it's not like the sound is going to be improved. It, it'll just be um, maybe slightly better picture. But anyway, but I need to do that. Anyway, but I noticed the version they're showing on TV the last few years, there's a really bad, like, warp or something. And I don't know what, I don't know how the filming and the broadcasting of film or whatever, turning it into an HD thing works. All I know is that when they're, when they're, when, when they're playing silver and gold and the violins are playing, you can hear them. It sounds like, it's like this. It's like, it's, it's got this. Yeah. It's all warbly. It's yeah. yeah. It's weird. It's like, okay, are you using a record for the transfer of this or something? <laughs> Maybe. Please? It's very bizarre. Apparently there is, and I have no idea what, what there is, but there apparently there is a, this year they did come up with a 50th anniversary Blu-ray of it. Hmm. Um, which I think the only real, like, it, uh, yeah, you're right, there wouldn't be probably improvements to the sound, but the only thing that might be interesting is if there's, like, extra features and stuff. I, yeah, and if there was, I would snap it up in a heartbeat, but the ones I've, I, I got, when I got my DVD, there is a neat little thing with either Rankin or Bass, I can't remember which one. But he's talking about how the, the show got made and, and some some cool facts about it and s- such. But to me, like I want to see the deleted ending and maybe have the Fame and Fortune song on there or some cool stuff like that. That uh, and they haven't as of yet. Yeah. Now maybe <clears throat> maybe with the fiftieth they fiftieth they have done this. But to my knowledge, as it, such as it is, they haven't done anything like that. And they really it, it's. They need to. Need to. No, cool. no, one thing that and I actually meant to, to say this during the, the trivia thing, and I forgot. Um, speaking of deleted things, when this originally aired back in 1964, it was apparently part of something called the... This was back when, you know, the sponsors kind of had the show. So this was like part of... It was like the like General Electric Fantasy Hour or something like that. And what they actually did the first year that it was on, <clears throat> the Rankin Bass actually filmed some commercials for, for GE and, like, their appliances and stuff. And they actually use, like, the elves from, like, the We Are Santa's Elves. Oh, wow. In the, in the commercials. And I know as of a couple years ago, those things were on YouTube. So they may st- like, and I, I don't think the quality was very good. It was, I don't know. So, it, but it's, it's, it's kind of cool to see them. Yeah, put them on the DVD or on the, uh, come on. Yeah, that would, put that would be Blu-ray. awesome. Like, that would be really awesome. There's and actually, like... It's so, really interesting if you look at the Wikipedia because there's a whole section on, like, the changes they had to make to the, like, you know, but obviously they have more commercials now and just various things. And there's a, there's a bunch of different versions of this. So, um... We should get back that, to the... Yeah, let's let's get back synopsis. to the actual... Because <laughs> we're, sorry, we're about at the halfway mark. Anyway, yeah. so... Um, anyway, so... After the silver and gold thing, and he's talking about where he's going, the, the Bumble returns, and, uh... And Yukon, you know, throws up his pickaxe, cuts out, like, where they're standing, and so it's an iceberg, and they're they're floating away. And Do-it-yourself icebergs. Do-it-yourself icebergs, yeah. <laughs> I wrote, go Yukon, do-it-yourself icebergs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he totally is the best character in this whole thing. All right, and then, and he's like, I, the Bumble has one weakness, and I know it. And, <laughs> and the Bumble sink. <laughs> and he does the thing again where he throws his pickaxe and licks it and everything. And then now he's obsessed with silver. Before he was gold. He's like, I thought you wanted gold. I changed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I do too. And then, okay. So now we cut, now we cut back to um, Donner and his wife are, are worried about him and everything. And 
Donner wants to go look for him, and Sam... Donner felt bad, and I, he's, they said Donner felt bad, and I said, so he should! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you drove him out, of course. It's like, and then <laughs> the, part, the part, and this is another thing to underscore that this was made 50 years ago, um, <laughs> Sam was talking about that Donner, like Mrs. Donner wanted to go too, of course, but, but Donner said, this is man's work. Donner said, no. No. This is, this man. is man's work. And, and, and then when he left, like, Clarice and her, they went anyway. And so I wrote, yeah, they were like, screw you. And they, <laughs> yeah, they went anyway. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay, so back to, back to the, the uh, back to our, our, our three misfits. Or, well, I don't know if Yukon's a misfit or not, but back to Rudolph, Hermie, and Yukon. And they're on the, they're floating iceberg. And eventually they crash into the, an island. And, and then Hermie's like, Hermie's like, no kidding. No kidding. <laughs> Hermie, I never really noticed this before, but Hermie's like an occasionally this kind of sarcastic. Yeah. <laughs> which I never really noticed before, but I love that. I like the, is it during the scene, or is it after, shoot, where he says, Foggers. Thick as oh, yeah. peanut butter. Peanut butter. You mean pea soup. Pea soup. You yeah. eat what you like, I'll eat oh, what I like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah, that was right before. That was right before, yeah. Because okay. yeah. yeah. they're in the fog. That's right. So then we see we're on this island and we see this flying um we see the flying lion overhead who is who we'll we'll meet in a minute. And then we meet um we meet the sentry of the island of Mr. Toys, and that's of course Charlie. The Charlie in the box. Charlie in the yep. box. And Obviously, like no, nobody wants to play with a Charlie in the box. Um, <laughs> I, I always have to say that too when they come on. So now, now, so we're on the island of Misfit Toys, and then we get the most wonderful day of the year song. And we hear about all the Misfit Toys. Which um, okay, so if if in this particular universe, if Santa Claus makes all the toys, presumably these were like the rejects or like. <laughs> Well, now, does he make all the toys? I don't know if he makes all the... I don't know that he necessarily makes all the toys. There's... He makes a lot of the toys, but <clears throat> he could... So they're just, you know... Yeah. Rejects. And, and how do they know nobody wants a Charlie in the box? Yeah. But, well, and are they... Are, like, all toys alive or just these? Does, like, there's mit- misfitness make them alive? Or are they... Are all toys alive? It's kind of unanswered questions. Uh... I don't know. I, I actually, I've never <laughs> given. Strangely enough, I've never given that aspect of it any thought. <laughs> Me but neither. Anyway, until so after, after the hope. song, Rudolph, Rudolph said they say they want to stay there for a little while because they're misfits as well, and they're like, "Well, you'll have to ask. You'll have to ask King Moon Racer. He he rules, and he every every night he circles the earth looking for a <laughs> misfit toy to take." So he goes back to he goes. They go to King Moon Racer, who's the the lion with, with wings, and and he's like, he's like. We'd like to say, and he's like, "No, that would not be possible. This island is for toys alone." And I, I always think, like, that's really arbitrary because, like, first yeah. of all, he's the king; he can make any rule he wants. And like, I don't know, it just he says, "You're not misfit enough." You're not misfit enough. For- <laughs> yeah. I like, I like that. How do you like that? Even among misfits, you're a misfit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. <laughs> love that. Um, and he's like, he's like, we won't, we won't, like, you can't stay here, but maybe you can help us out. You know. Yeah, me or does King Moonraiser sound similar to George Takei? A little bit, yeah. What do you but desire? I w- before before we get too far afield, there, there was one of the misfit toys. Was a cowboy that rides an ostrich? 
Yeah. And I wrote, A Cowboy That Rides an Ostrich. I'd totally watch that movie. <laughs> Didn't they make a video game about that? Like, wasn't Joust kind of like that? I suppose, yeah. You're riding an ostrich, and you have, like, the, you have the button that flaps the wings and everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were, he was ahead of his time, the cowboy ahead of <laughs> riding an ostrich. <clears throat> and a, and a water I mean, pistol a winged lion is a pretty cool idea. I don't know why nobody would want that <laughs> toy. That's pretty damn awesome. <laughs> a flying and lion? The water lion. pistol that shoots jelly. Like, well, it probably could also shoot water. That's what I was thinking. Like, what could it not shoot water as well? <laughs> like, nope, just jelly. Just, just jelly. Work if you... <laughs> it has to be a thick, um, viscous liquid. I'm not it. sure what the deal with the doll was, though. Why she was a misfit. The girl, uh, the... Anyway. Maybe she um, laughed or something. So, so the king asked, like, can't, can't you tell... Can you, when you, if you ever make it back to Christmas Town, could you tell Santa Claus about the toys? And I was like, why can't he do that? He can fly. He can fly around the world in one night. You think he'd just stop it? And it's like, okay, I got these toys here that maybe you could do something with. But anyway, he doesn't. And <clears throat> so he, they, Rudolph agrees to do that if he ever gets back. And so then they're, they're going to leave the next day. And, and Rudolph decides that he has to leave early because he's like the note. His nose will, will risk the other two. So he leaves. And... He was, like, going through this little montage that, well, he'd meet a friend every so often, but he'd have to leave, and and then finally, Rudolph was growing up. Um, but Rudolph left, and that was sad. I found that kind of sad. Yeah. Really. When he was, like, saying goodbye to them and everything? Yeah. <clears throat> so, and he was, like, like, and then he was, like, you can't, like, he, co- he goes home because you can't run away from your troubles. Like, well, hit, like... That I don't. That's just always. It's again. It's like every. He was fine. It was everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> you know, with him. But anyway, he's back. And, and they laugh at him again. They laugh at him, but he um. He gets back and um her and uh, Santa Claus tells him like, well, he's been gone for months, and I'm worried about him because it's almost Christmas Eve, and I need him to pull the sled. Not that he's worried because it's a his you know friend or whatever. But no, I need him. To, so you gotta go find. Him. <laughs> so he does. And he finds him in the cave. They find they find uh, Rudolph He's in the in the Bumble, the Bumble Snowman cave. Yeah, and 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 at the same time, uh, Hermie and and uh, Yukon come up, and he's trying to get the they they see him, and he's trying to get the dogs to stop. And this he's like, "On bush, on bush." So, and, and I should point out that uh, yes, the the. In in their effort to promote women's liberation, Clarice and Mrs. Donner go off looking for Rudolph. And what do they do? Bam! They get caught by the abominable snow monster, proving that they would have been better off had they just stayed (laughs) at home. Although, to be fair, to be fair, Donner also got caught, so he didn't do any better. No, that's true. (laughs) Yeah, he didn't do any better, so. That's true. So they're all there, and, and, and. I forgot he was there. And Rudolph comes and tries to tries to uh, get them to, and he distracts know. him. Yeah, but then you know, then the uh, but then he gets caught too. He gets knocked out, and then they come up, and Her- uh, Hermie and and Yukon come up, and they try to to they need to distract the snow monster from all the reindeer, and he's like, "Well, you got to pretend you're a pig," which <laughs> 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 because because the 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 abominable snowman likes. Pork over deer meat. Over, over deer meat. Yeah. <laughs> oink, oink. Oink, oink. Oink, oink. oink. 
Yeah, put some heart in it. Like, 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 like. So he comes out. He comes out, and 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 uh, the the bumble comes out, and Yukon gets him with a nice block, knocks him, or thinks thinks he knocks him out, and then and then he's like, Dennis, do your thing. So he, the Hermie pulls all his teeth out. <laughs> um, no anesthesia, nothing. Just no. Like, well, he knocked him out. So well, okay. That's true. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so but the bumble doesn't. The bumble isn't. Uh, isn't isn't out because he he wakes up and I, I'm kind of not sure exactly what happens here. I kind of the um, but he he um, the Yukon and his dogs like go after the the bumble and they both all of them go over a cliff and I always think this part is sort of weird because they're all like he's gone and then they're like well they're all very sad at the loss of their friend but they had to get home so. <laughs> But you forgot you forgot about the humble bumble. He's a very humble bumble. Oh, he's a very humble bumble. I and I, with that. He wrote I wrote and and Cornelius has the has the rhyming epidemic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I then they couldn't they, they can't <clears throat> mourn because they they have we must get these pesky women back to Christmas town. We don't have time to mourn. We were really so, sad about the loss of their friend, but so anyway, they get back to Christmas Town, and and everybody sort of apologizes to the misfits. Like the Santa Claus says, he'll find homes for all the misfit toys. Donor apologizes, and the elf gets to have his dentist. Yeah, I said, and what the, does he? Get, he doesn't get a name, does he? The like the head of the elf. No. I don't think so. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, he so that gets an appointment. Yeah, <laughs> but then, but then uh, all there's a, there's a knock on the door, and Yukon comes in. And he, he survived, and he's like, "Well, I, we thought we saw you over with us. Didn't Bumble. I ever tell you about Bumbles? Bumbles, Bumbles bounce. bounce, Bumbles bounce." <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "I, I love that. this Bumble. Look at what he can do." And he puts the star up on the the tree. He doesn't even need a step ladder. <laughs> so there is a set of Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer uh, action figures, or at the very least, they're bendable uh, PCV. Figures. I want to get those at some point. They're really expensive though because they're, I get, I just they're limited edition or whatever. But yeah, yeah, that would be awesome to have. And I think have they the have bumble some... with the tree. Just, yeah, I think cool. they actually have some talking ones now too. They have mm. ornaments that talk. Oh, nice. <clears throat> um. Anyway, <laughs> and it's like you're. Oh, go ahead, Darcy. No, go go ahead. Well, no, it's the next scene. Okay, so so we moved on, and the the. Uh, the, the Mrs. Claus is trying to get Santa to eat again because it's almost Christmas, and the elves are and Santa really really hates that elf song. He's like, "Oh, those elves are driving me crazy driving me with crazy. that song." <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, wow. I can't really blame him for that though. It is kind of an well, it is kind of an annoying song, but still, song. I mean, I mean, without the elves, I mean, what, he's Santa though. Could he not give them a new song? Yeah. <laughs> Suppose. <clears throat> okay, so. He gets a weather report and he's like, "Well, I can't do anything. It looks like Christmas is going to be canceled." And so he goes out and and and, try, and gets everyone's attention, and he says, "Like, you know, it's going to have to be canceled." But then the Rudolph's nose, like, Rudolph, oh. your nose. 
That beautiful, wonderful nose. But at first he was like his—he was like irritated by it, and then he—he he realizes that it can help him out. So he, his nose irritates him until it can help. Until him it's out. like, oh wait a minute, that's gonna be useful. So yeah. like a light bulb goes off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then Santa, and then, he, then, and then he gets the rhyming epidemic. The it's an Peter. epidemic. I'm telling you, it's an epidemic. <laughs> epidemic in this thing. Yeah. All right. So he asks him, like, of course, you know, weird off with my nose, with your nose, right? Once you got my sleigh tonight, and he does, and he says, he, he said it would be an honor, and which of course leads us to, as you would expect, realize Sam the Snowman singing "Holly Jolly Christmas," which I always yes. kind of wondered why that was in there, but it's because it's there. the best song ever, <laughs> and not because just because he, it has my a, name in it. I love that song. Uh, it was probably. I, I would like to know which came first. The chicken or the egg? I would like to know which came first: the his releasing of "Holly Jolly Christmas," uh, or it or being the- used in this special. Because I've always figured it was a promotional thing. You know, I mean, we don't like to think about the commercialism behind the scenes on these specials, but it was probably. I, mm-hmm. I always imagine these executives getting together and they're like, "Look, look, look we get to do Burl Ives. I'll do your special because you know he doesn't know these are the Rankin and Bass at this point." I'll do your special, but uh, I want... Actually, it wouldn't be him. It'd be his record label. We yeah. want a uh, song of his to be used in the special. Okay, well, what you got? All right, we got this Holly Jolly Christmas song. Yeah, all right. I like it. We got a few minutes. We can throw that in it's there. It's my yeah. favorite. It's a really, I, I like that song a lot. It's a I like song. it, too. And not just who has my name in it. It's a really cool song. <laughs> I, I had heard. Like, I... I, I think I was familiar with the Rudolph special for years, actually, before I had heard the actual version. I'm like, oh, cool. He actually, there's actually a version of this that he recorded. Yeah, same um, here. Because his version's very different than the version in the special. Like it's it, much it more a, poppy. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> anyway, so we're so then we go back to the the uh, the, the North Pole, and or I mean to the, the Santa Claus and everybody, and they're ready to go, and he, he leaves. And like after after uh, he gets all packed up and everything, and then and then now is is where we like normally the the show would end there. <clears throat> well, there was an alternate ending, but apparently people wrote in. It's like, well, how come he never went and got the misfit toys? So the thing where he goes to the island and gets the misfit toys was something that they added for the next year. Um, oh wow! Yeah. So originally. The first time, the first time through, um, what ha- what actually happens? And I think I have seen this on YouTube, but I, I I don't remember exactly. It's it's been a while. What actually happens in it originally is, and I think there's a, there's some other stuff as well. But so everybody leaves, and and Yukon and and Hermie and everything who you know are, are still there. And Hermie Hermie throws his his pickaxe, and and he licks it, and it tastes like peppermint. And he's like, I found a peppermint mine. Which is like what he wanted the whole time, um, which is kind of odd, but apparently hmm. that's why he was licking his his pickaxe. Um, but anyway, in the in the in the the ending that most people are familiar with, you get the Santa Claus and and they, and Rudolph and everybody end up on the island of misfit toys, and they're all sad because they don't think they're going going again. But then they are. Looks like we're forgotten again. <laughs> And and so they're there, and then and then they're they're off again, up up and away, and then we see like the ending, and I always think this is funny. Apparently, the elves 
when as as he's flying over, the elves are like throwing the the toys out of the sleigh with an umbrella. With umbrellas, like as parachutes. Like, I'm like, what? <laughs> Santa doesn't actually go down the chimney. He just like tosses the things out. <laughs> and hopefully, they land in the right spot. Yeah, like hopefully they're going to land in a house and like in like some a paper boy throwing the paper off <laughs> the yeah. bicycle. Yeah, it's like in some tree somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and I think uh, that's so, all I have. Yeah, and and so while while it's happening, like we're hearing, we're actually hearing the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer song, we end by Santa sort of presumably wishing everybody at home a Merry Christmas, and we're out, and that is the Rudolph special. All right, see you later, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> any 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 final thoughts about the? Well, despite all my snarkiness, I really do still love it. It's just there are some things that you can be, you can you can love it, have affection for it, but still. Still see the flaws, you know. I yeah, think, yeah, yeah. I have become increasingly convinced as an adult that if you were to take a story and really address every single potential, I don't even want to call them plot holes because they're not really plot holes. They're just things that you can nitpick about. You would have a very boring piece of work before you. Yeah. Because, yeah. because you would take too long to explain all this stuff and there would be no mystery left. And then... It would just be... Mm. Yeah. I agree. But it's still fun to pick it apart. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and you can you can have fun with it and still, you know, really have a lot of affection for it. Because yeah. I think, you know, all of us do. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, not, not even just because, you know, I'm sure we all grew up with it. And it was just one of those things that you watched every year. Um, and, uh... Because that used to be something when, you know, December started and it was, I think most of them were on CBS and yep. you had those nights where they have the big block of Christmas specials. Those are great. Um, and they, they still have those nights, but it's not the same because, I mean, they're hardly really promoted anymore because they know everybody's got the, in fact, I'm kind of surprised they still do it because now every, anybody who wants them can have them on, on, uh, in home theater yeah. to watch whenever they want. And it's just, eh, yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> But, like, before... Um, I still watch it live, though, because it's fun. I do, too. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> um, but, uh, yeah. So, I think it's it's still a lot of fun. It's still... it's still. I mean, I think there's a reason why they still run it every year. Because there are some Christmas specials that, you know, have kind of fallen off. And they don't... You don't really see them a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But that one still kind of holds up. In fact, there, a lot there of... Are, hmm? A lot of the Rankin Bass spinoff specials haven't seen the light of day in uh, in more recent broadcasting. Like you never like they had a whole Rankin Bass Christmas universe, all of which I am proud to, or most of which I'm proud to say I, I own in home theater format. Um, everything from Rudolph, they did Rudolph, they did Frosty, they did Santa Claus is Coming to Town, and then they did Rudolph's Shiny New Year. Yeah, as kind of a sequel to Rudolph, and then they had the one I was mentioning earlier that I, which was from '81, Rudolph and Frosty's Christmas in July. They didn't even wait for the holiday season to roll around. <laughs> they, they wow! A, it was a feature length, <clears throat> hour and a half long, animated or whatever they call that, with the, you know, stop motion animated, yeah, yeah. Um, special featuring the whole gang. You had Santa Claus with from uh, Mickey Rooney. You had whatever the guy is that you had Frosty. You had Santa Claus, Rudolph. It was like it was a culmination of the whole thing, and it was actually kind of cool. But I think 
and they tried to rationalize all these things. Uh, why why Rudolph's nose glowed or, and all this? It was actually kind of neat, but I could see why it didn't. It was a little bit heavy for a holiday special, which maybe is why they put it in July. I don't know, but so did it actually um, originally air in July? Yeah, I remember when huh. it aired. I I didn't. Wow. Yeah, I remember. I don't. That I never saw it when it well. aired, but. <laughs> I remember hearing a commercial for it. I was watching the Plastic Man comedy adventure show. And at the end, the announcer came on and said, Tonight at 8, don't miss Rudolph and Frosty's Christmas in July. And being a huge, even then, fan of those, I was, oh! And then, of course, I forgot and <laughs> for years and years and years. But I always remembered it existed, and I sought it out on video. And, in fact, maybe after we're done here, I'll have a Christmas marathon and just watch all those. There you go. Because those are totally me. Uh, yeah. My wife does not care for the Rankin Bass stuff because she says it looks weird. I've heard a lot of people say that that like the the stop motion stuff. The one that I remember. My mom I, likes it. I'm pretty sure this was Rankin Bass. You guys remember the Night Before Christmas one? The clock. The yes, mouse? yes, 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 yes. I think it was, and I love that special. I like. I've that never one too. seen that one. I don't think. That's one of the only ones where I know they reused the song, and I'm not sure which ver- which instance came first. But it is there's a song called "Even a Miracle Needs a Hand," and it's in that one, and it is also in the Easter Bunny is Coming to Town. Oh, really? I think. Oh, wow. now I'm second. Now I'm second guessing myself, but I'm pretty sure that one I don't think I've seen. They used to actually have, I think, and I don't know if it was an ABC Family that used to. They yeah, used they Ameri- used to have all of them, yeah. They would have, like, a on a weekend, they'd run, like, all like all the ones that you don't see anymore. That's awesome. Because um, yeah, they were, they like... Frosty's Winter Wonderland, yeah. which was where you had Andy Griffith narrating. I was going to say, that was the Andy Griffith one, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Yep, yep, yep. And, uh... There were the Little Drummer Boy ones. There were a couple of those. Oh, I only knew about the one. Well, yeah, I only knew one. about the one, too. Um... Yeah, those and... are some of those... Some of those that aren't so whimsical and you just want to shoot yourself in the head. It's like, what kind of Christmas are you trying to show me? <laughs> yeah, the, I, the little German boy I found kind of... Yeah. Yeah, they go to melt his stick. And then the worst of them ever. And this is the one that I watched it for the first time in... I don't know. I don't know if I ever saw it before because I certainly didn't remember it. It was on... They slapped it on the Rudolph's Shiny New Year... Uh, no, they, it was a Year Without a Santa Claus DVD and it had Rudolph's Shiny New Year and this piece of crap and <laughs> it was Nestor the long-eared Christmas donkey yep, but I remember oh that one my god I remember that one too it is just wrong I don't know what they were okay I realized that that it, it's it's not about being kid-friendly that's not what offended me I realized that kids can handle a lot more than the people in this day and age like to think they can and no it's just good god how much Crap, can you put a character through? I mean, <laughs> we're getting off, I realize I'm getting off track here. I apologize, but I'll keep it brief. But the donkey goes through getting kicked out of the of the farm where he is living. He and his mom are are put out on their ears, which is bad enough cuz they have to leave their home and they're on their own. They don't know where they're going to go. It's the middle of winter. So in fact, it is so in the middle of winter that his mother has to shelter him from the cold. So guess what happens? 
in the morning, his mother... <laughs> really? Is, yeah. She's frozen to death. She is dead. He gets this fairy that comes down and tells him he's got to go to Bethlehem. She helps him get to Bethlehem, but he doesn't. we don't know it's Bethlehem yet or something. <laughs> and then she leaves. She's gone. And it's like, good God, he loses everything in this thing. <laughs> and, of course, every time you're just thinking, this poor dog. And the music is... Welling up the manipulative violins and strength. Roger Miller does the narration for this thing, which I don't know whether that helps it or hurts it. I can't decide. <laughs> but, oh, God. And eventually he becomes the donkey that uh, they ride on to uh, to, for, to get to the manger to to welcome Jesus into the into the world. But but getting to that point, it's like, see, this is what you had to go through all these things. Really? Did I have to go through all these things for that? And isn't... Isn't that the one where it starts out that he's a donkey and he's at the North Pole with Santa Claus? So they try to c- combine both the two different. Or I am I thinking that part? I do remember that he again the theme of difference. He has these long. He's the long-eared donkey, and that's why the guy can't sell him because nobody wants a long-eared donkey. No, so he kicks him to the curb. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Just like. Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah, exactly. People like, really didn't like things that were different back then. Like, wow! <laughs> what the hell? I don't so, think I've seen that one since I was like six oh, or seven, no. and no, I think yeah, I forgot I most of it. Yeah, so. me too. You blocked it from your brain. It was <laughs> forgetting. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's horrible. <clears throat> okay, so... Yeah, we probably should wrap this up. Do we have anything else to add about Rudolph? Uh, it's very happy by comparison. So yeah, it is. Yeah. I think, I think, despite a few grumpy people. Yeah, <laughs> just have to reiterate, reiterate that Yukon Cornelius is the best character. He in. is awesome. Absolutely. <laughs> We're all in agreement about that. Yeah. So, yeah. um, I think that's all for this episode. Hope, hope you guys have enjoyed it. Um, I have been joined by Eric Troop. Thanks for having me. Especially on such short notice. <laughs> and Darcy Bernard. Yeah, this is fun. And I'm Holly Anderson, and we'll see you probably next year sometime. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody! Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! <laughs> <laughs>